Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, June 10th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the Blues are going the distance in this year's best-of-seven Stanley Cup final. If you told me four months ago we were going to be in the finals of Game 7, I think I'd take it. Blues coach Craig Berube, after last night's loss, we will have the details. Also, staff at a prison in Danville, Illinois this year removed more than 200 books from a library operated by a college-in-prison program. And when I learned that the books had been removed, I felt a pit in my stomach. I felt sick. Now there is an effort to increase transparency about how books get into prison. First, the news. The St. Louis Blues and Boston Bruins will have a one-game take-all showdown for this year's Stanley Cup. That's after last night's 5-1 home ice loss by the Blues. The disappointment among roughly 18,000 in Enterprise Center and upwards of 40,000 others at an outdoor watch party started with Boston's second goal early in the final period. Now it is DeBrusque pointing it on back. Kept there by Carlo and his shot. Score! Carlo with a seeing-eye bouncer from the right point that becomes... That audio is from the NHL and NBC. The best-of-seven series is tied at three games, and the matchup now shifts back to Boston. Blues forward Ryan O'Reilly. We know if we play our best game, we, we could take these guys, and yeah, let's go there and get it done. The seventh and final game of this year's Stanley Cup final is set for Wednesday. In other news, the National Weather Service says the Mississippi River at St. Louis crested over the weekend at around 46 feet. That is the second highest ever recorded, roughly three and a half feet below the record in 1993. Many points will remain in major flood stage this week. There are still concerns about levees holding back the water in the Metro East. St. Louis Public Radio's Beth Hunsdorfer reports on a possible threat to those levees. That threat is an earthquake. The only thing keeping the Mississippi River from flooding homes and businesses in the area are earthen levees. Steve Adler is the executive director of the Metro East Sanitary District. It's his job to make sure that those levees stay intact. If an earthquake occurs and causes a levee breach, areas from Granite City to Cochia could be underwater, Adler says. Adler offers this advice for people who live behind those levees. If you feel the ground shake, leave. Grab the kids, grab the dogs, you know, get in your car, drive up the bluffs. You can always come back. Adler says such an event would be rare, but a levee breach could be catastrophic, and Adler wants people to be prepared. I'm Beth Hunstorfer, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Democrats have picked their nominee in the race for the county council's second district. Democratic committee members chose Kelly Dunaway over four other contenders. The Chesterfield attorney will square off against Republican Amy Polker. Creve Corps Mayor Barry Glantz is also planning to run as an independent. The second district includes cities like Creve Corps, Bridgeton, and St. Anne. It was represented by Sam Page before council members elected him to be county executive. The election for that seat is set for August 6th. Earlier this year, prison staff at the Danville Correctional Center in East Central Illinois removed about 200 books from a college in-prison program's library. 
As Lee Gaines reports, a lot of the books are about race, and some were children's books. Visiting Day by Jacqueline Woodson. Only on Visiting Day is there chicken frying in the kitchen at 6 a.m.? This is Rebecca Ginsburg. She directs the Education Justice Project, or EJP. That's a college and prison program at Danville Correctional Center in East Central Illinois. The program offers University of Illinois classes to incarcerated men at the prison. The children's book Ginsburg's reading is one of about 200 that were removed from the program's library inside the prison. It's about visiting an incarcerated parent. And maybe daddy is already up, brushing his teeth, combing his hair back, saying, yeah, that pretty little girl of mine is coming today. Can I ask why you got so emotional? I think that I got so emotional because this book is a children's book, but it was in our library, the EJP library at Danville Correctional Center. And to think about how many of our incarcerated students have read that book, thinking about their own children, and that the book is now gone, is painful to me. Ginsburg says the prison's general library contains legal, some fiction, and nonfiction books. But not anywhere near what would be required for a university student. That's why Ginsburg says EJP created their own library with a collection of about 4,000 books. Ginsburg says they haven't had much trouble getting books into the prison since the program started 10 years ago. That changed last fall. Books like Uncle Tom's Cabin and Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave, weren't allowed in. Then, in January, Ginsburg says prison staff went into EJP's library and removed several boxes of books. The EJP students found out first. And when I learned that the books had been removed, I felt a pit in my stomach. I felt sick. EJP staff were forced to take the boxes of removed books back to the U of I campus. Ginsburg says she wasn't given a reason for the removal. So I asked outgoing Illinois Department of Corrections Director John Baldwin. Somehow... A lot of books got into the institution without going through our review process. That was our fault. We let books in, and some of them maybe shouldn't have been. Some of them are very good books. Multiple emails between EJP and prison staff show that at least a portion of the books removed from the library were approved by prison staff to enter the facility. So how did prison staff at Danville know that these books didn't get reviewed? I asked Baldwin. I don't know how the facility found that out. I have no idea. Ginsburg, however, doesn't buy the review explanation, and neither does Michael Tafoya. He's a former EJP student. I met with Tafoya at the EJP offices on the U of I campus. That's where the removed books are now. We went through them together. So I see a title up from Savory, um, Race Matters. Tafoya um, and Ginsburg say race is really the issue. It seems like there's a theme, even though I haven't gone through the boxes. What are they afraid of? I asked Baldwin why some books aren't allowed in the prison. He referred me to their publication review policy. The policy says material may be barred from a prison because it's obscene or encourages violence. Tafoya says these books didn't cause riots or fights. But he thinks there's a reason prison staff don't want prisoners reading them. If people like me that come from uh, poverty-stricken neighborhoods learn how to be much more and value ourselves... Um, We're going to be less likely to be breaking the law, and if that happens, then less people are going to go to prison. 
less people go to prison, then that means there's going to be less prisons. That means that a lot of people are, are going to be out of jobs in the future. Ginsburg says the prison will allow her to submit the removed books through another review process. That's something she plans to do. Meanwhile, Ginsburg and other advocates for education in prison are launching a campaign to get more transparency around how books get into prisons. They plan to lobby lawmakers to pass legislation to ensure something like this won't happen again. I'm Lee Gaines, Illinois Newsroom. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.